doesn't walk very good, does he? Thumper? Yes, Mama. What did your father tell you this morning? If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Hello, Internet Dwellers, and welcome back to Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios Library Podcast. Yes, we are applauding, and we have a lot of people. We are live today in front of... No, we are not live. That'd be so awesome if on episode five we were live in front of a giant audience. Maybe we should consider that for some future episode to do... Uh, if like Maybe like a some landmark episode like 25 or 50 or or the last episode <laughs> to do it in front of a live audience <laughs> a live studio audience uh that'd be fantastic <laughs> well hello your, everyone well, hello everybody i am jeff and then uh you've already heard the man who is the michael winslow of this podcast uh doing all the sound effects over there it would be tc hello tc <laughs> hello jeff welcome i'm uh, well, welcome back i'm well i'm welcomed back i'm happy to be back and i'm um, excited to talk about disney talking about all the disney and what did we watch this week well this week's episode is bambi Mm-hmm. yeah bambi I, I, I just need to kick right out of the gate. I need to come out on this, all right? Okay, okay, good. Bambi is a boy's name. <laughs> Why is it such a popular stripper's name? That's a good point. Well, is Bambi a boy's name? Because I guess growing up, I always thought Bambi was a girl's name. No, he's the little prince. It's well, Bambi. I, uh, I mean, I know, but is Bambi really a, a boy's name? <laughs> Or have I just been hanging out I guess with way too many strippers growing up? <laughs> you've been hanging out with way... T- they prefer to be called escorts, Jeff. Escorts. <clears throat> Sorry. Next Professional stage, dancers. we have Bambi. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name's Bambi. Named after my mother's favorite Disney movie. Now I'm going to take my clothes off. All right. <laughs> well, if we're going to be inappropriate, let's be inappropriate in the first three minutes of the episode. <laughs> Sorry. I know. This is a, this is a family show, folks. Folks, we're talking about Disney animated classics here, and here I am <laughs> talking about strippers. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to even out the fact that uh, we we finally hit a, a Disney movie. It took number five. I don't think there's anything offensive in this movie. <laughs> no, there's really not. I, I was thinking about no. that as well. I, my my uh, yeah. inappropriate or scary for children or inoffensive. Or offensive. I'm like I got nothing. <laughs> there's I mean. Okay, you know, let's let's just clear the pink elephants in the room. Um, <sighs> mostly because I've been mm-hmm. drinking. No, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's just clear in the room. Bambi's mother dying. This is so weird. Okay, okay. In my head, and I was reading this online too. Uh, but in my mm-hmm. head, I thought you saw her get shot. I seem to remember seeing man as well. Like I don't yes. remember seeing Bambi's mom get hit. I re- I could have sworn that there's a silhouette of a man at some point in the movie, but no, there is no humans in this entire film. And I was looking this up online, and I was reading, uh, just trying to figure this this out because yeah, I sw- I was wondering if what did they cut it? Was there another version of this that I remember seeing as a kid that that's not the version that's mm-hmm. out there? And looking mm-hmm. it up online, and there's 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 tons of articles regarding the fact that people very distinctly 
remember seeing Bambi's mom get shot or seeing man or something like that, but they have yeah. never been in the movie. They have absolutely never been in it. The original is script. Is this a Mandela effect situation? Is this like the Bernstein Bears situation? I think it is. I think it is. I think we're remembering an alternate timeline, guys. That's the direction I'm going with this. Uh, but, but you're, yeah. you're saying it in, in the book. Yeah. In the book and the original script and all that stuff, there was supposed to be a shot where Bambi uh, was to run back to his mom and see her mm-hmm. and find her in a puddle of blood. That was supposed to be in the movie, Jeez. but Disney cut that out because he thought that was too far. It was too violent. Mm-hmm. You know, already you're killing the the main character's mom in the movie halfway through the film, mind you. But he didn't want to show it. He did not want to see her dying or dead. Um, however, the Good Lion choice. King, forty years later, decide, <laughs> eh, forget that. We'll just show him dead. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Like um, it's one of the I'm spoiling the Lion King. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! Uh, also, 50 years later, I can't do my math. Um, <laughs> it's on Monday. Uh, but anyways, the uh, but yeah, apparently that that like that's everybody thinks that like people people who've seen this movie when they were a kid grow up like as adults still refuse to watch it or re- or refuse mm-hmm. to watch that part because they distinctly remember seeing Bambi's mom die, and yeah. so did I. And then it came. And there was no body and Bambi mm-hmm. just kept running. And I went, Oh, well that's, well, that's even more terrifying actually. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't recall ever seeing Bambi's mom get hit, but there were things about this movie that I did not remember. I didn't remember the first parts of winter. I, I, um, particularly didn't remember the, the spring, like when spring and their adults, I don't remember that section at all. Like when like owls sp- woken up by all the lovebirds. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't remember Bambi ever being an adult. Oh, oh well, I, I, really I, I do remember this because, you know, because there's funny right before, like when the spring scene was happening, I was thinking, boy, I don't I don't remember this, this at all. I did remember the owl uh, friend owl saying They've been Twitter pated. <laughs> see, I remember Twitter pated. See, and I remember. I remember the ice skating scene. I remember. I remember that part like very mm-hmm. vividly. That's the that's the one scene in the entire movie where I'm like, yep, nope, this is exactly as I remember it being. Like, I I knew what was going to happen. I knew, you know, I knew Thumper was going out on the ice first. I remember Bambi wasn't able to stand. Like, I got that. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. But like that's it. That's the only part oh. of the film that I completely remember. Another part I I forgot. Well, and maybe this is what people are remembering. Bambi gets shot in this movie. Oh yeah, like in the and that's in the second half, right? In the in the latter half of the movie, right. when the fire starts and man is attacking all the animals, and he's running. He leaps across cliffs and he gets hit midair. I didn't remember that at all. First off, those guys who – whoever those hunters are that are firing have ridiculously – shots. Yeah, they're just – they're all like stormtrooper wannabes basically. They're just cracking <laughs> off shots left and right. Just shooting whatever they can aim a gun at at that point. Um, uh, yeah. I, I want to give, I, I no. give credit to the, the script itself in that the way it's – the structure of the enemy man is – I love how that's paced out because the first time they're in the meadow and the threat of man and the the prince of the forest, the Bambi's dad, uh, says, you know, run. That I, I thought, oh, my, is this, is this the scene where Bambi's mom finally gets killed? Right. And no, because then they get 
into the the th- back to the thicket. Bambi says, "You know what was that?" And she said, "Man is coming to the forest." And they just leave it at that. And the the tension of that enemy is established so well there, so that when it plays a part later, when Bambi's mom actually does get killed, and then the third time they show up and burn the forest down, <laughs> I appreciated that structure in the in the script. Um, however, this movie first five minutes no dialogue. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of drawn out sequence that are. Very cute, but very little happens in this movie. And even to go one step further in the memorability memorability of this movie, how memorable this movie is, I only remember April showers. I know that song very well. I I sing it all the time when it's when it's uh, when we have spring showers. I know that very well, but I don't remember any other songs in this movie. No. When there's like two or three other songs where I'm just thinking, man, these are so unmemorable. <laughs> well, and, and one of the other things that I, I definitely wanted to point out was that the length of this movie, I, I for some reason thought Bambi was a lot longer than this, but it's another like hour and 10 minute movie. So 70 minute movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's another short film. Now I do know, cause again, and this was going to be a, a question I was going to ask, um, but I, I did some research and I went, oh, well actually I have the answer to it. Cause my, my first thought was like, well, why is it so short? Why is it? Because then I looked up the next couple of them and they're all kind of this like 65, 70 minute or less or less. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, why is it so short? And then I went, oh, well, duh. At this point, a we're in World War Two. So most of Walt's filmmakers, most of the filmmakers were actually in service overseas. So there wasn't really many filmmakers at this point, let alone the animators. And two, Disney is still falling apart because of uh, the loss of of the the first handful of movies. Like they have yet to make their money back. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, not Pinocchio, um, Dumbo. Dumbo was successful, Mm -hmm. but it hadn't recouped the losses yet. Yeah, it didn't put them back into the black. They were still as they were too ambitious, and and it's incredible to think of what Disney is now. Yeah, to even even think of what they were when they when Walt attempted Snow White, they were they were a force to be reckoned with. Reckoned with even then. Yeah, but they weren't playing in the the big leagues yet, and it was Snow White and these movies that followed that were so ambitious that it hurt the company. It it hurts the the disney financial uh, situation mm-hmm. and it raised tensions within the studio itself because walt was so demanding of these films that he wanted essentially perfection that it alienated a lot of the staff uh, something we didn't mention in dumbo i didn't know about this till it was pointed out to me after the fact that some of the uh, animators in dumbo stormed out they demanded raises they were being pushed beyond their limit and in reaction the clowns in Dumbo are, are a mockery of those same animators who wanted more money because that's what the clowns, they have that whole conversation where they say, you know what, we're busting our asses. Uh, we, we deserve more money. And let's go ask the boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I- uh, and, and, and the wizard in Fantasia is Disney, is, is a – a caricature of Walt himself that that the eyebrows and the way he stands and <laughs> well like i found out like the uh, that the phrase um was it man has entered the woods was that it 
Yes. So yeah. like that's the that was the code phrase that the uh, uh, filmmakers <laughs> was used to. <laughs> yeah, that was that's what they used to say to each other when Walt was inside the studio. So it's like that's oh, amazing, huh? <laughs> they really didn't like him. <laughs> but but despite all that, and and it goes to some a, a personality trait similar to someone like Steve Jobs. You can't deny the man got results because yeah. these movies are classics. Yep. Um, all of them at this point, in one way or another, are classic pieces of animation, of Disney's history, of Americana. And Bambi is, is I, I would hazard to say, Bambi is the most iconic of the five we've watched so far. Right. And I also th- feel like it's the closest to being a traditional Disney animated film. In the sense of like they've they've nailed like the look they've nailed kind of like the style they were going for. Um, it's all about animals. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. This the, the the matte paintings and the camera work of using the multi paned system of anime of showing animation mm-hmm. is is brilliantly handled. But in particular, the two the fight that older Bambi has against the other Buck for. Right. Um, what, a f- f- a Faline f- or something like that? Faline, yes, there you go. Faline's attention is... I remembered a name, TC. I'm very proud yeah, of myself. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to write it down, but I knew I'd remember it. Oh, okay, good. So you were just <laughs> but testing But I didn't. Me. You remembered it. But uh, that, that sequence, it's much later into the film, but that sequence is so beautifully animated. It mm-hmm. almost looks out of place for how naturalistic the rest of the movie looks that when yeah. they fight the dynamic colors to enhance the the um, the, the emotions of the fight and it, then the fire sequence itself is beautifully animated oh, it's my so gosh. gorgeous it's like it's like it's like in every movie well and i guess i feel like pixar kind of does this in the later on films in every movie so far it's like the animators are like let's try this let's try doing this you know like a little experimental yeah yeah snow white was just let's make a feature length film but let's do water and look how beautiful the water looks and then like you get to pinocchio and the whole like crashing water and the spray and stuff like that that was new you get to Mm -hmm. fantasia and lava was a new thing you know and then now you're you're hitting like endo dumbo there really wasn't a ton there was some fire but the fire and bambi looked just amazing it looked beautifully sequence is is incredibly cinematic it, it it's amazing just to watch on my big screen tv i mm-hmm. i can only guess what it would have looked like on the big screen um but yeah the, even though very little happens in this film that it just kind of shows a year of of a young fawn into adulthood's life the innocence and the cuteness and the the childlike naivete of watching all these characters kind of grow up is so masterfully handled and brilliantly child voice acted as well. I love the, especially Thumper, that kid. Fantastic job. Uh, Totally, totally. And and I'm glad you brought him up because Thumper is the, and I realized this while watching it, Thumper is the the Disney character that I have the oldest memory of, if that makes sense. No, no, I I think I might be in the same, same place you are. I, I believe there was a time where Thumper was my favorite character and and going so far as my mom referenced Thumper all the time when I was very little (laughs) in what did what did Thumper's father always tell him (laughs) if you can't say something at nice. 
don't say nothing at all. Like, I still say is, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a wonderful golden rule to live by, but that that is ingrained into my childhood. So I, I'm with you. It might be my youngest memory of a feature character from a Disney movie. And and I'm um I'm of the age. You're you're a couple of years older than I am, but I know I am the age of like my Disney movies were like really growing up were. You know, were the uh, Alan Menken like the the eighties oh, yeah, early nineties? Yeah. It's 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 Beauty and the Beast. It's Aladdin. It's Lion King. It's Aladdin, Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. It's those movies. Those are mine. I was at that right age where because what I was well, Little Mermaid was eighty nine, so I was five going into yeah, like yeah. you know I was at that young kid age watching Disney movies, but I still mm-hmm. remember Thumper before that. I remember Thumper before seeing Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and all those films. So, same, 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 same. Yeah, I, I can. Aladdin was like my jam when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. I can remember seeing it just me and my uh, mom and dad. Which I suppose we'll get to those memories later in our <laughs> podcasting. I do have a memory of Bambi, though. Oh, really? And that would be of, what, sir? Okay, so they re-released Bambi into theaters when I was young. Because this this original movie is what forty? Did you 42. say what year? Forty two. Okay. Yep, yep. I was not even a twinkle in my father's eye at that point. <laughs> um, but they re released at some point when I was a kid in the eighties, and my older sister Allie was supposed to take me, uh, my little sister, and my older brother to go see Bambi. And we went. My parents dropped us off, and we went in to see it. And Bambi was sold out. So <sighs> Allie took us to see License to Drive. <laughs> with the, with the with the Corys, you know the you know the Corys. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and so we saw License to Drive in theaters, and I have only ever seen License to Drive that time when I was I had to be eight, maybe nine years old at best. Probably, I mean, I I was young, and I I can still to this day remember License to Drive vividly. I can remember. Most of the movie, I could, I could probably paint a very clear picture of that entire film, and I've only ever seen it that one time. Oh man! <laughs> and that's my that's my memory of Bambi's. For, my first screening of Bam, of Bambi was not seeing it, but seeing License to Drive. <laughs> oh man! You know, I've oh man, Heather Graham is in that movie. I'm sorry, that's we're getting her... off track here. But I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, her name is Mercedes in the movie, and yeah. at one point, at the end of the movie, he's destroyed his father's BMW and. His father's like, "Hey, man, if you want, this is the last line in the movie. You can have my BMW. I got it." And he's like, "I don't need it. I got a Mercedes." Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well, I just found a new movie I need to watch because I have never seen that film. I know oh, man, of it, but I've never seen of it. I never you know, seen it. You know what? If if you do watch it, because I, I seriously, I have not rewatched that movie since that time. If you rewatch it. I want to talk to you about it, and I will tell you how much I remember, and you tell me how right I am, because I that would be fun. That would be fun oh, right there. Be like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm game for that. We'll watch for that on a one of the other dozen podcasts that we do. Everybody, listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh wow. Well, you know, but, so, you know, so let, let's yeah, get talking back about up, talking yeah. about yeah, talking about Bambi. Like the one thing I, I do know is like the the second half of this film feels very strange to me because again, I did not. In my head, I don't remember Bambi's mom dying halfway through the film. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know Thomas, yeah, thing. I don't remember it at all. I know Thomas pointed it out, uh, on the Facebook comments. Um, but I don't remember that happening. So like the first half of this film feels very, you know, very kind of light and happy and kind of, and kind of silly in spots. And then the second half just mm-hmm. gets very serious and very dark. Now, I don't know if that is because, because you kind of made a comment that this is, you know, the, the plot of this film is, is just a year in a deer's life, um, or, you know, just kind of a year in life or maybe a couple years or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, and and is that is is the the tonal shift, you know, supposed to be like reminiscent of life? Like, oh, this is when you're a kid and life is a little more carefree and you don't have worries, you don't have troubles. And then, you know, not everybody's mother dies when they're a kid, but you know, mm. then you grow up <laughs> and you become an adult and life kind of changes and life gets a little more serious. Like, do you think that was a conscious decision, or do you think that it's just another one of those like happy little accidents? Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I do think it was deliberate that this is the the story of life that you go from birth to adult to young adulthood, and you hit all those landmark, those touchstones of life along the way. And though this isn't a fairy tale, and and I don't necessarily see it as any sort of parable, as some of the more classic fairy tales are, it does kind of give a nice wide <laughs> swath of life <laughs> to young kids who might watch this and initiate conversation because they don't show anyone get killed. They don't right. show the, they don't, there's no blood in this movie. There's, there's the ideas of that. And this offers up that opportunity to, to discuss that with a kid who might be watching it. If you're a parent brave enough to introduce a kid to this, I have another story if you'd like to hear it. I would like to hear it. Go, please. <laughs> All right. So my my friend Cliff, his youngest daughter, his first daughter, um, uh, I've I've known her since she was born. And when living in L.A., I'd go down to San Diego to visit um, Cliff and his family. And for a time when Ava was three, she loved Bambi, watched it on a loop just all day long, right? <laughs> yep. But Cliff would skip pretty much everything he would <laughs> up up to that meadow scene he'd skip all the way to the end and then also skip the fire right so okay she, a thousand times over and over and over again ava sh- sh- must have a very clear idea of the bambi she knows <laughs> she's older now she's she's uh, a tween mm-hmm I wonder if she's gone back and watched Bambi yet because, boy, howdy, is that going to be a rude awakening when she's watching Bambi? She's like, what is happening? She's probably going to think she's watching some weird different version of the film because her Bambi is a 22-minute long film, I'm pretty certain. As devastating as, as that moment can be to someone who comprehends and understands and is aware that this is coming with Bambi losing his mother, imagine just remembering. Remembering a movie so completely and then 10, 15, who knows? I don't know if she's watched it again since, but I'm just imagining her in college sometimes, like in a film study course, like we're going to watch Bambi. And she's like, oh, this will be a quick watch. And an hour and 20, 70 minutes, uh, hour and 10 minutes later, she's just, (laughs) why? It's like, are you okay? Like, I didn't know any of that happened. Who was those people? Or, or her dad is just going to be clever enough that he's made a new edit of 
of the film and has constantly <laughs> slipped it into her versions her entire life. <laughs> there, there, there you go. There, there's a, a short film in the making right there. The, the sheltered youth. Bambi and the sheltered youth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. Right after Bambi's but, birth, he just it's the end credit. It's like, that's it. Nothing. Don't worry no, about that's it. that's beautiful. Good. Yeah, let's watch something else. Now. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, I, I don't blame her for being attached to these characters. I can remember being fascinated. I loved Thumper as a kid. Mm-hmm. And even if I hadn't even seen the movie, I was aware of Thumper. These characters are memorable. That despite the fact there's a very small cast of of named characters, yeah, there's something very obviously Bambi is part of the zeitgeist of pop culture that everyone knows Bambi and Bambi's mom. Like it was particularly Bambi's mom, I, I would say is more famous of a character than Bambi himself. Right, right, because everybody knows Bambi's mom gets killed. Like that thing is that itself is a pop culture nugget. Just that yes. line. People may not know how, or people may not know like when in the film when, it happens, yeah. but, but they know Bambi's mom gets killed. Like that, everybody yes. knows. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's so strange I, how like little <laughs> things like that get into the you know into the zeitgeist of, of pop culture. Like that's that how that happens. Like why is that? something that's in the culture of that's in pop culture it's got to be a credit to walt disney and those animators and crafting something so carefully plotted so wonderfully animated Mm -hmm. i i will admit that there i could maybe in the wrong um circumstances watching this i might be bored by the whole thing right but to be honest i was more bored watching dumbo again than i was watching bambi because the the even though it's quiet, even though there's very minimal dialogue, mostly throughout the whole thing, it's still so cute and so uh, fascinating to watch. It's, it really just captures – it captured me. I don't know how you felt about it, mm-hmm. but it was – it was very watchable. And I don't know if that sounds like an underhanded compliment or under, <laughs> if I'm like – I'm not insulting the movie, but it's very – engrossing it's very watchable for i was for able how to sit down and watch this movie and it was okay uh <laughs> so i'm wondering if if the reason why it was so much more watchable um this was the first this was i guess this could have technically been part of my first list uh but i decided we'll just talk about here this was one of the first movies that disney actually sent the animators to the zoo to research oh, interesting okay that's and that's, they, that's they cool. brought animals to the anime to the studio and like they actually sat and studied it because apparently some of the early tests that um the animators were doing for the animals uh disney just did not like it he he wasn't happy with where they were going and hmm. decided that they needed to actually do the research and so they went to the zoo and studied the animals and all that, which nowadays feels like, oh, that's, well, yeah, no, duh, that's what Standard, you do. Standard, yeah, yeah. do that, yeah. But that's, this was the first one they did it, and it's so, it's, you can tell. It because, shows. Yeah, yeah, it shows so well, because the way the animals move, yeah, they're still a little cartoony in spots, but they do look more like animals. They do seem, they do feel more like an animal than, say, the animals in Dumbo did, you know. Or Jiminy Cricket, who certainly does not look like a cricket. (laughs) Right. Well, I don't know about you, but all the crickets I've ever seen have top hats and look like Johnny Walker. Um, I'm going to continue to bring that up because I'm an adult. Uh, (laughs) But but yeah, I, I definitely think that has a lot to do with the way that 
the way that the film is so fun to watch and so fun to look mm-hmm. at because it's like, well, yeah, yeah, the animation looks a lot better. It looks right. The only thing that they weren't able to do was the antlers. Really? They, that's well, the how- only thing they couldn't, the animators could not draw. And it's specifically, uh, it's particularly on uh, Bambi's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, because of how complicated they were, they ended up. Uh, I think they said like they rotoscoped them, they filmed them, oh, and they moved them the way they needed, and then just rotoscoped them because of just you know deer antlers are you know make like a weird claw shape with both your hands and then put that above your head and then eh, like now try to move around. Your fingers are gonna look weird <laughs> if you oh, try to draw. That's it, cool. So it's really fascinating that 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 would be the thing that would trip them up. But I guess antlers themselves do have a sort of unnatural, unnatural element to them. (laughs) It's such a that was I thought that was very interesting. And uh, and you brought up you brought up like the the way that the movie looked, obviously, Um, like I know the big thing that I really liked was the was the backgrounds. I liked how well those looked. And actually, the paintings of like the forest and stuff, they look gorgeous. And apparently the guy who uh, was like the. the main kind of like driving force behind the background, so mm-hmm. like how they looked. He actually just recently died, like a month ago. <laughs> oh wow! At a hundred and six years old. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Dude <laughs> good, had a, a good nice, long life. Yes, he did. Like I, I that's literally on December thirtieth of twenty sixteen, he passed away. Um, wow. <clears throat> but it was him that it was his his design and his aid that helped design those backgrounds. Um, mm-hmm. So they looked more they looked like the forest, but weren't like crazy busy and kind of have that what I like to call like that that Disney esque style to them. Yeah, just enough that it feels full but not right. overwhelming i mean right. yeah it, it and it feels like a, a very nice we've seen a nice gradual but but very well done progression from snow white to mm-hmm. pinocchio to fantasia now to this i'm unfortunately not going to count dumbo in any sort of inno- innovation <laughs> as a film what um, come on i mean <laughs> racist undertones st- strictly talking <laughs> animation here <laughs> yes <laughs> um i can still see the influence this movie has on Disney's the movies we're going to see after this in terms of the more the more realistic quality and it mm-hmm. certainly must play the fact that they studied moving animals in front of them uh, in the studio but uh, even just the opening itself this movie has a lot of similarities to the Lion King it does and that's what I was realizing watching this again I, I it's we're still in that boat of movies I haven't seen since I was little yeah <laughs> but uh but no, like, it, it uh, opens the same way a prince is born all the animals are gathering to go check him out yep it's, instead of a young lion it's the young uh, deer prince a parent dies and then the mm-hmm. kid goes off onto his own well I guess he goes with his dad, grows up, finds a female significant other, falls in love mm-hmm. with her, and has to like get has ends up having fight uh, fight with another of his species. There ends yep. up being fire, and then they all live happily ever after. And a new prince is born. And a new prince is born. This movie is a Mobius strip. I realize because <laughs> I, like the, the last two minutes, I'm watching it going. Did the movie just start over again? What happened? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm I swear oh no, okay, no, that's that's Faline. Okay. Okay. It's, it's not a Mobius strip, <laughs> Jeff. It's almost like like a circle of 
of livingness. <laughs> yeah, a circle, yeah. a circle of livingness, Jeff. It's I a think we need to get Elton John to sing a song called mm-hmm. "The Circle mm-hmm. of Livingness." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make some calls. I'll make some calls because this you, movie you sure could use some more. I do, I, but uh, it could use some more memorable music. That's right. <laughs> or a song that I don't know. At least one of the characters sings. <laughs> There's an old Disney animation called "The Old Mill." Does this ring a bell to you? The old, the old mill. Mill. Hmm. Okay. It, it. It. Perhaps it. It'll come up in one of the movies we're about to watch in the next couple of weeks. But mm-hmm. I thought the old mill, which is this old worn down windmill, during a storm and all the animals hiding inside of it, and and the the, the, the cracks of lightning and rolls of thunder. I thought, like I had in my memory that that was part of Bambi. So when April showers began and the storm started going, I kept waiting for them to cut to the old mill, but it never happened. So that memory of it, of the mill is not part of this movie, and I'm wondering when it'll pop up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you mentioned that TC. Because uh, actually, looking online here, I had to look it up just to see. I, I the this this poster art for it looks very familiar. Yeah. I, I think I I do remember that. Um, it, apparently, it was released on Blu-ray March first, twenty eleven, on the Bambi Diamond Editions Blu-ray disc as a special feature. <laughs> the old mill was the old mill. <laughs> oh, that, okay. Was, so I'm not crazy. <laughs> you're not crazy, not at all. Um, so I wonder if there maybe there was some sort of a connection something to it i i that but that's just i'm sorry that's funny that that's the that's the blu-ray they released this on was the movie we are currently t- discussing about Weird. right now <laughs> well, I, I, there you go that's uh that's uh, an, another ad memory i apparently have lots of memories about this movie <laughs> i do remember the bird thing you know what mm-hmm. when when they when bambi went bird like that bird bird I, bird, I, bird bird yes i do remember saying that I said that a lot. Pretty certain I don't say the word bird anymore because of this. <laughs> I think I've used up all of my allowance, allowances Jeff, of the word bird in my life. Jeff, that's that's a butterfly. That's not a bird. Jeff, Jeff, that's a goose. That is not a bird. Everything that flies is not a bird. <laughs> Jeff, that is your father. He is not a bird. Stop it. Bird, 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 bird. <laughs> Jeff, you are 24. Stop it. <laughs> uh, bird. But, uh, hey, you go from bird into meeting flower. And mm-hmm. flower, uh, Jeff, is flower the antithesis of Pepe Le Pew? I think it is. <laughs> flower is shy and humble and very sweet and is not sexually harassing every female skunk that rolls around. <laughs> flower is the kind of skunk that Pepe Le Pew would chase if he were into dudes true in fact and i was just gonna say that i feel like i feel like flower is the 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 skunk that peppy Le Pew would have wanted uh he just beat me to the punch again but peppy Le Pew likes likes cats that apparently somehow continue to get a white stripe painted on their back and mistaken for a skunk constantly constantly those poor black kittens those poor black kittens uh, just keep them away keep them away from paint so so we got uh, we got bambi we got flower thumper um, owl, which I think is worth mentioning again, a uh, friend mm-hmm. owl, Jeff, do you find that you relate to friend owl, uh, particularly <laughs> in the second act when he wakes up to all the lovebirds just chittering all around and he's like, Hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
I do. Do you, do you find uh, you having been a single man for my entire life? Of grandfather uh, Owl. <laughs> I am literally. I, I. That's who I'm going to be. I'm going to be the owl <laughs> in the tree, just telling everyone to shut up and stop yabbering on about your relationships and your You've been Twitter baby. <laughs> I will say that on Twitter, um, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've been paid. I've been paid. Uh, yes, I <laughs> totally related to it. Totally related to him. I knew um, it. <laughs> uh, so I do want to bring this up. Uh, we, we, we were briefly talking about man, um, for a minute and, uh, we went on to a story and I, I wanted to jot it down. Uh, question mm-hmm. for you. So the fact that we never see man, we, we never see him. He's referred to, you mm-hmm. see the consequences of his actions, but you never actually see him. Mm hmm. Do you think that man is man is in the same line as like um, the methodology? And I'm wondering if this is where Spielberg, well, eventually used this excuse um, because I know the shark was not meant to not be <laughs> seen. But because you never see man, that kind of uh, it allows what man looks like or what that fear is of man to be left up to the interpretation of the audience. I like that. That's that's a fair assumption. Um it, it it could be that perhaps it could be that the the threats you will face in life often won't have a face and they won't even have an embodiment sometimes mm-hmm. i might be looking a little too deep but this uh, if i'm right bambi's based on a novel correct correct yep okay so an, an um, adult no- like an like a like it's uh, wh- whose content is more mature than it's not like a, it's not like a story it's not a kids book yeah yeah <laughs> So I, I wonder if the not giving him form, not giving him a solid representation, is more uh, to create an, an allegory of the of the threats of the world by not giving him a face. Because really, um, all the stuff that you see, man, all the actions, all you ever see of the man is the consequences of his actions. So yeah. Bammy's mother just. Well, Bammy's mother gets shot and killed, but then Bammy's mother is just gone out of his life, and it's nothing that he saw. He was not even. Like he he wasn't even within eye shot or, or earshot. Well, he wasn't within earshot, but he was he wasn't within viewing distance of it happening when he right. gets shot he, he later didn't experience on. It, yeah. Exactly when he gets shot later on, he doesn't see the person who shot him. He doesn't see you know he just he he gets hurt. So you have this like this this. Um, like symbolism of a lot of time kind of going back to what you're saying like you get this like a lot of stuff that happens in life a lot of bad things that happen in life are the result of other things happening mm-hmm. that you yeah. are not even connected to you know and, and you ultimately end up with like you have to experience it and you still have to deal with it even though it's not you know it's not something that you can see happening so that way you can't right. stop it you can't blame um, something you can't you can't anticipate it and you can't blame something you just right. you have to to somehow in one way or another deal with the consequences of a threat's actions or of the results of a threat, which, you know, that's pretty deep. <laughs> I think there, there may be this, that this conversation is, is one of the reasons that man is one of the greatest movie villains of all time. If you yeah. look at like AFI puts out their lists all the time of like the best heroes, the best, um, villains to continue on this example and Mm -hmm. man is on that list man is one of the greatest movie villains ever which is so crazy for a character that doesn't even (laughs) literally does not show up in the film (laughs) you never see man he is he is one of the greatest movie villains that's insane that's good that's That's insane it's a credit to this film this film bambi feels more mature than 
Pinocchio and Snow White. Where Snow White and Pinocchio, I do feel, are very good kids and family movies. Uh, Bambi, though it is cutesy animals and a good portion of it is certainly perfectly fine for a three-year-old to fall in love with. And mm-hmm. and we have our memories of it as well. There is much, there is more maturity here. Even in the fact of not over-explaining everything. Bambi right. asks his mom, what was that? She said man was in the forest and it just remains in silence there. When when Bambi's mom is killed and, and he's calling for her and calling for her and it just falls silent with that abrupt sound at it. And then her, his father, the king of the, or the the great prince, is there and says, "Your mother can't be with you anymore." And it just remains with si- in that silence with a little bit of orchestration, and he just walks off into walks off into an uncertain future through the fog. That's much deeper than Snow White and Pinocchio have, where it doesn't overexplain it. It just it is, and that's that's a very very mature storytelling technique. And it could have so they could have gone great, greatly deep into explaining it. They could have had a couple lines there where Bambi's like, you know, like man is the is the is an evil presence in the world going through and taking what it wants, yeah. and blah, blah, you yeah. know. And or yeah, when she dies, his dad could very well have just been like, man has returned and man killed your mother and she won't be back because when you're dead, you're dead. And like they could have gone into that. They could have just explained, overly explained it, but they don't. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's a it's yeah. a nice direction to take to just leave it. And let the audience let the it's a it's a smart move because it's not playing dumb with the audience. It's not it's not right. thinking the audience is dumb. It's like they're 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 giving you the facts. The audience can make their own deductions and then step away from it and let the audience do thinking on their own. Don't don't yeah. explain. Don't explain everything. Oh, it's so sad and depressing to see. <laughs> Well, that that begs the question. Then is this a, is this movie appropriate for children? Which is one of the we've we've asked that of all the movies we've watched so far. True. Is this is this movie appropriate for kids? I think it is because I mean I remember I mean as many people out there who say they've watched Bambi and as a kid and won't ever watch it again even as an adult because it's so sad. Um, mm-hmm. Even with all that, I still feel like it's appropriate for children because I think even as as a kid, a, a young kid's going to watch it and they're not going to. Most of them shouldn't at least immediately understand what happened to Bambi's mom. Right. Um, yeah. Bambi kind of comes off as maybe Bambi got lost. That's more what it looks like to me, mm-hmm. like that he's lost. Bambi's mom is gone. You don't see her die, and you can kind of just leave it open. The kid, the, you know, the, the kids, the little kids watching it could still be sad because, you know, where's Bambi's mom? Why is Bambi all by himself? But he's at least with his dad, and yeah. at least he's with a family member. So Bambi's not up alone. He's not completely by himself. Mm-hmm. So it's a little. It's, I think it's a little easier for kids to watch and understand. And and yeah, I, I don't. I'm I'm an uncle nine times over, and I, I don't know. Exact. I don't. I don't know the the touchstones of fatherhood at this point. I don't have any kids, but I could imagine this is a movie that I would I would want my nieces and nephews to watch, and watch them watching it, so that right. I can kind of gauge their comprehension of what's happening in the film, so that if if one of them were to get saddened by it, I could say, what's wrong? And and initiate conversation with a little one to be like, Why, what's wrong? Well, we're ask questions. Let's let's discuss this. And, and trusting that a child is capable of 
of more understanding than than sheltering them instead of instead of overly protecting them and hiding them. I seriously, <laughs> I would love to know if Ava's seen this movie again <laughs> to go to go back to my buddy Cliff. But I I do see that, um, and and I feel like we will see this again in later Disney movies of the the ability to use this as a conversation point to say, okay, it's fun cartoons and whatnot, but there's something happening here. How are you reacting to it? It's something that Pixar thrives at now. They don't, Pixar does not pull punches. Mm -mm. They, they expertly craft, for example, Marlon's wife and Nemo's mother vanishing. Um, The information is there. Let's talk about it. The opening of up is one of the most, heartbreaking 15 minutes in cinema and i don't even know if children could possibly be capable of understanding what the what the heck they're seeing no i think i think they would be they're smart enough to know oh she died if we're up yeah. like if we if we use up real quick as a as, as a point of conversation i think they would understand really quickly that no she okay she died oh and that's sad but i don't think they i don't think they would have the like the gut-wrenching emotion or reaction that Anybody mm-hmm. over the age of, I don't know, 12 or any adult would have at least. Right. Um, especially <laughs> anybody who's been in love with somebody. <laughs> like any, The more life you've experienced, the more crushing that opening is. <laughs> I, I just remember watching that. I know we're on a tangent again for another movie, but I remember watching that in theaters and just loving the opening and then that happening and just my face going, what? <laughs> I, I saw I saw Up Alone. If anyone had walked into that movie theater late and they just found me in the third row, just... <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, life so hard? I don't we, want we have life. a we have a friend who does a podcast himself, and one of the thing he, things he says is, if you're reviewing a movie and you talk more about other movies, that's a bad sign. I'm disag- <laughs> but I'm disagreeing in this point because what we're discussing are newer movies or movies that came after Bambi that I, I do feel were heavily influenced by the techniques that Bambi used in their, yes. in this, in its structure. Yes. So though we are bringing up, up and, um, and license to drive, <laughs> it is <laughs> two it is fantastic still gr- <laughs> classic pictures of the last 40 years. Uh, <laughs> same, same level. They are, same, they are totally. on the same level. <laughs> well, then Hashtag license to up. There you go. <laughs> hmm. That's a movie I'd like to see. Uh, okay. Well, let, let, let's, let's wrap back around and talk about the movie. I want to bring up, um, was there anything? Was there any other uh, any other points you wanted to bring up about the movie before we moved on to the the no, next no, couple no. sections? I, we've we've this has been a really great conversation about this film, and and um, let's let's move forward in in just the podcast itself. But I'm let's I'm very happy with the conversation then. we've been having. Here. Fantastic. So then um, let's do uh, we'll do the shorter one first because that's a, that's a little easier. So the Disney tropes in first the things that okay. I found for this film um, a romantic love interest for the main character that is of a similar species. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I mean, that's because yeah. I'm thinking like animal wise. Because like we've had Snow White and the Prince. Okay, fine. Right. That Pinocchio. Count. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really count. Uh, those are just humans. Who cares? Uh, but Pinocchio <laughs> doesn't really. <laughs> Pinocchio doesn't have a love interest. Obviously, um, uh, Dumbo doesn't have a love interest. There's no girl uh, Dumbo. Right? There's no girl Dumbo. Though I feel like nowadays, if they made that movie, there would be a girl Dumbo put in that film. The, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's my that's my prediction for Frozen <laughs> Two. As a matter of fact, we'll have a female Olaf. I'm saying it now. I've said it out loud. <laughs> 
out. If it happens, I was right. You're welcome. <laughs> Timestamp recorded on this yep. date. Proof yep. positive. Um, so that was my one thought that or one thing I kind of noticed. And then this is going to start getting a little harder because now we're we've we've kind of hit a lot of the Disney staples already. So right. um, I'm really trying hard not to duplicate any of these. Um, but my other one that I noticed was, and this is this is kind of true, kind of not. But the uh, the first on screen death of a parent. Oof. Yeah, I mean, it's kind not necessarily of on, on screen, screen, but yeah. <laughs> but I'll, it happens, g- I'll give it to you. I'll it give it to you during a scene of the movie uh, instead of like where Dumbo, where um, where Jumbo was just gone. He was just non-existent, you know. Or like we don't yeah. know what happened with Snow White's parents, uh, or right. like whatever. Like where, whereas in Dumbo, it was the first like single parent ca- main character. Yeah. Uh, this was like the first time you saw the parents, and one of them was dead by the end of the film. Like it's, it, it's, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see a more effective killing of a parent. <laughs> no, nope. I'm pretty positive this was it. <laughs> this is it. This is the pinnacle of dead parents. <laughs> oh, that's what the subtitle should have been. Bambi, oh, the boy. pinnacle of dead parents. Um, <laughs> but Bambi isn't the parent. Bambi's a shut up person talking. So, all right. So then my other thing that I wanted to talk about was mm-hmm. um, the Disney theory. Oh, okay. Um Be- Okay, there's a Disney theory for Bambi, is there? Uh, there's a, there's a, there's definitely a Disney theory. Now I'm starting to get oh, a little lax. What, yeah, what? Yeah, you what? teased it. You you teased uh, it this last week that you I had did. had something in mind. Okay. So now a lot of some of these theories, as these movies go along, like uh, I'm, I'm, I still, as I said in the first episode, I'm trying to find ones that I find on multiple websites or I find in multiple articles about. Um, and this one, I have, I have known about this one for at least twenty years now. Like this has always been something in my head for Bambi, um, and it connects to another Disney movie. Actually, it connects to multiple Disney movies, which is why mm, I, uh, okay. once I did more research, I'm like, oh, this is more interesting than I thought. So I wanted All us right. to discuss it. Okay. The Disney theory is who is the killer of Bambi's mom? Who killed Bambi's mom? Oh my right. god. <laughs> so, now I know like and 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 yes, right off the bat I'm well aware man is supposed to just be a generic man, blah blah blah. I get that. That's what if it actually you're telling is. Me, okay. If you're telling me you think that there's a character who did this, I'm 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 hooked, okay? So, come on. You've got my interest. What do we got? There is possibly three different characters that could have done this. Oh boy! <laughs> I think and I have. One. I think I. I think I might know one. Um, okay. I'm just. I'm just gonna say. Is it? Get, is Gaston one of them? Gaston is one of them. He is one okay, of okay. the three characters, mostly okay. because at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. you see Bambi's mom feeding in the woods. It is literally yeah. the same animation. Oh, that's right. And oh, the, th- even though even though you know Beauty and the Beast is kind of supposed to be like this like European French you know it's supposed to be kind of more along those lines. There's mm-hmm. really nothing in Bambi that says where this movie is supposed to take place at. True. Okay. And even when you see the settlement of man, the camping of man, there's mm-hmm. nothing really modern about that. You don't know what time frame it is. It's just right. it's, it's just, just kind of gu- like guns have to exist. That's it. Guns have to exist, basically. Which you know, guns exist in Beauty and the Beast because right. Gaston That's shoots him. Inter- <laughs> it's the introduction to Gaston. You get the right. gunshot first, and then it. You didn't miss a shot, Gaston. I know. Uh, so <laughs> just continuing. Okay, so that's on one. That that's, so that's that's one, one suspect. Yeah. The uh, the second suspect is the Huntsman from Snow White. Okay, All and right. that the heart that he brings back to the Queen 
is actually oh. Bambi's mother's heart. Oh, that's dark, <laughs> isn't it? That one, that one, I did not know. That one, I found through through reading um, multiple like articles online that that is a a common like uh, like a, a runner for who could have been the killer. Okay, um, <clears throat> mostly because I know, and the the reason behind that one is that the the animals look very similar. Mm-hmm. to in Bambi and in uh, Snow White actually the rabbits and the chipmunks are almost identical models between okay. the two films um so and you see deer you see all the animals you see in Snow White you see in Bambi okay so people are like people are theorizing that that the woods that we are in is the woods that are surrounding the kingdom that Snow White and the seven dwarves live in hmm okay so that's one. That's the other theory. Now, as whether or not, you know, obviously there's no way of knowing if the Huntsman is, is it's his camp that caused the fire or if it was just other people in the kingdom. Other but, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. Other man. Um, but at least just for the killing of Bambi. Right. <clears throat> and then the last theory, the one that I think is actually the the most like if people have heard of the theory of who mm-hmm. killed Bambi's mom, this is the one that generally <laughs> pops up. <laughs> okay. Who, who is suspect number three? Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What? Because. <laughs> because. Okay, th- this is a good one. I like this, this guy. Good Here we go. Because in the script, in the script that was supposed to be filmed, and it's possible, I don't mm-hmm. remember if, it was a, if they actually filmed it, and they just removed it from the film, but I know it was in the script. Somebody asks Eddie if he has any idea who killed his brother. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's comment was probably the same guy that killed Bambi's mom. Throwaway mm-hmm. gag. Just a throwaway gag. Yeah. But if that's the case, then that would lead to Judge Doom being the one that killed Bambi's mother, <laughs> which would make sense Ooh. because it's a tune that kills tunes. He doesn't care. <laughs> that's right. So and it's so it's very possible that Judge Doom that's the that's the one that keeps popping up. If you Google like who killed Bambi's Judge mom, Doom killed you'll Bambi's find mom. Judge Doom because he's already <laughs> killing cartoons. So why the you know, why wouldn't he kill Bambi's mom? Of course he would kill Bambi's mom. You know. Mm, well, is that the one you subscribe to? Then you you're you're on board for Judge Doom, the the Bambi mom killer. This was tough of going into this theory. That was the one, and that's what I was hinting at until I started researching it, and I found the other two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And up until this point, I subscribed to the Judge Doom is who killed Bambi's mom <laughs> because I'm like, of course it is. Of course it's Judge Doom. That's who it's got to be because he's already a bad guy. I let him just kill everybody else. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like both of those other ones as well. And yeah, they I both do too. Kind I, of work. <laughs> I do like that. I I want to go with, and actually, I believe uh, Schulze commented. One of our listeners, Schulze, commented about, "Do we think that? Am I reading the comment correctly or remembering it correctly?" That he asked if we think the universes are, or the movies are connected at this point. Right, right. Like the Pixar universe theory, where all the Pixar animated films are connected, um, just in one big timeline, where like Monsters Inc. happens after. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, right. Know, yeah. Wally or whatever. Yeah. Uh, his question was basically just asking if, if we think there's a uh, Disney connected universe, uh, which just, I think we kind of went on into a little bit talking about uh, Fantasia and that mm-hmm. theory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to kind of answer that question, I do like the idea that the hunter is possibly the one that killed Pammy's mom. Just for the, <laughs> but, but in, in uh, to contradict all that, I, that idea that it's a connected universe, Snow White, Pinocchio and Bambi and Dumbo all complete their films with the end. 
<laughs> that is that that is a punctuation mark. That is not a to be continued. That is a definitive end. Uh, Basically if, saying that each of these films is its own standalone story. It's in its own standalone world. Is that kind of what your thought is behind that? Right. That I I could see how one would argue for that. That no, the movies say the end. It's over. It begins. It ends. Boom. That's it. It exists on its own. Take it for what it's will. But it is fun to try to tie the universes together. I wonder if that's just because we exist in such a multi-film, multi-story <laughs> universe uh, mentality now that everyone mm -hmm. is trying to create connected universes. There's so many franchises now that we're just – we're kind of ingrained to think that way. And it's it, – I, I doubt anyone seeing Bambi – back in the 40s was like i wonder who killed bambi's mom <laughs> yeah i mean back then we were, like i said before the u.s is in the middle of a war with the rest or the world is in the middle of a war technically um but then like so yeah if you see character designs that are the same these movies were all in production kind of around the same time mm -hmm. anyways right and if right, they're like right. well we're going to design a rabbit well we're just going to reuse that rabbit's design the next time we see a rabbit why are we going to why are we going to reinvent the wheel let's just reuse it so right. if you see those it's, connective it, tissues yeah yeah, you know, yeah it's very very cost effective <laughs> yeah it's, and that's all that it was now as years went by um because bambi's mom and bambi is the most used piece of animation in the disney films. Ah, see i i knew it was something early on in disney history that's been used time and again i thought it was figaro right. i thought it might be Clo uh cleo but yeah it's and you mentioned that they're at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Beauty is, and the Beast. Oh my God! I didn't not. I did not remember that. <laughs> and, and what? And I think they're also in the beginning of. Oh man, one in one in sometime in the sixties. I can't remember oh, which one um, it is. Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone. Yes. Yeah. Which that's yeah. another theory. Is like it's all part of that world as well. Like, like, but it's it's one of those things where I feel like at that point. Mm -hmm. If they are you, if if they do, you know, when they do appear in those movies, I think it's more just kind of a fun little tongue in cheek. If yeah, anything. if it's not <laughs> if it's not pinching pennies, it's just a fun Easter egg, just right? To put, like, like to slip it in there. It's like, hey, and that's for anybody who remembered Bambi. Look, it looks kind of like Bambi's mom. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's literally it. This is not yeah, Disney. Yeah. This is not Disney going J.J. Abrams or, like you said, Marvel going, we got to make a whole world of movies. Like, <laughs> that's not what it is. But mm -hmm. because of that little fun or penny-pinching moments back then, nowadays we're in this world where it's like, no, that's fun. Let me distract myself with making all the Disney films connect into one giant universe, please. I posit a theory. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, there is there is another <laughs> element uh, worth mentioning and mm -hmm. I, because I thought someone might mention in the comments. It's another Disney theory that people might be able to find dealing with Bambi, which is the death of Bambi's mother being somehow connected to the death of Dis Walt Disney's mother. Oh, and that I did. The, I just come across that article. Okay. Yes. So there there are arguments that the the fact that there's so many. A missing matriarchal characters in the in the Disney library that has something to do with the loss of Disney's mother, who which was a very tragic death that he felt responsible for. The thing is, Bambi was in production and released while Mrs. Disney was still alive. Right. So there can't there can't be a connection to this movie and the the death of the mother's trope that exists throughout Disney because she was still alive. So that is 
And that's not even like, I'm not guessing here. That's just, this movie was released. She died two years later. <laughs> it's like, she was alive. She probably saw this movie. <laughs> uh, her her death is very sad. Um, yeah. In, and it's, um, I'm, I'm, since it's brought up, I will mention it, um, that the success of Snow White gave Walt enough money to buy his parents a home and gave and moved them out of the, the farm farmlands and the countryside into the city, gave them a home with electricity and a gas stove. And she would complain to Walt all the time that she didn't like the stove because she didn't understand it. And she didn't like it made it made her uncomfortable. And there was a weird smell in the house. And he sent people to fix the stove. They didn't fix it adequately enough. And there was a gas leak in the house. And Mrs. Disney sadly passed away in her sleep from asphyxiation from the gas leak. And Walt carried that with him for the rest of his life that he, he felt responsible for, for her passing away. It's so, it's very tragic. And what, what could he have done? What more could he have done? No. And, <clears throat> and he, and he wasn't like he bought a faulty stove. Like he was right. being, he was helping his parents out. He was giving yeah. them stuff that they didn't have. And like. Very, it's very sad. It's very sad. But um, <sighs> for, for those who might, might want to bring that up now. And say like, oh, that's why there's so many dead mothers. And well, no, because the, as we said, the pinnacle of dead mo- of dead parents is represented in the death of Mrs. Bambi. I don't know what her name was. <laughs> Bambi's mom. <laughs> Bambi's mom. Um, oh, that's a good point. I actually yeah. don't know what Bambi's mom is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and and you know, and I think I think the reason why it's so prevalent in so many films is just because it's so much easier to make. Uh, it's horrible to say, but it's so much easier to make a a quick. Um, like heartfelt or emotional connection with a character when you put a character in a situation where they suffer great loss like that. And yes, what yeah, greater it's, loss it's a is shorthand. there than to lose? Yeah, it's a shorthand. <clears throat> what greater <throat> loss is there than to lose a parent? Like, yeah. I'm certain most people that I know, I will not say everybody because I understand situations, whatever, but most people I know would be greatly, dis- uh, greatly, you know, hurt when one of their, if one of their parents goes. Like, oh, I, certainly, like, certainly. That's, you're... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not going to get into it. I was just going to say no, you're no, dead but inside, but the, still. Yeah. The, <laughs> and another thing to take into consideration is that Disney didn't make up Bambi or Snow White or um, uh, some of the future productions we're going to see. They're adapted. So he wasn't the one who decided, hey, mothers mothers are not going to be in these things. He was adapting material that already had that inf- had that as an element in it. So, right, right. Um, I, thought, I thought that was worth mentioning. Um, but uh, uh, was – oh, you know what? Jeff, I, I, I think I need to ask you something. What, what is that? What, what, what is that? Of TC? all the movies ah! we've watched so far, <laughs> of all the movies we've watched so far, I hate you how, so much. <laughs> where do you? Ra- I tricked you. I walked you right into this one. Just you take totally my did, hand, Jeff. I never Jeff, see it coming, <laughs> and I'm legitimately surprised every time you do that to me. <laughs> how do you rank Bambi in? With the five, the four other movies we've seen, this is I think this is a tough one, I, and I'm curious to see where you go. This is tough, and because we're we're hitting that point now where we've seen five of these films, and now it's just, it's not as easy as being like, oh well, it's Snow White, totally number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's tough. Um, hmm. okay, it's it's definitely not number five. It's higher we're, than Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that is tough. You know what? I'm thinking I, I still liked Pinocchio. 
Mm-hmm. Pinocchio was fun and just so ridiculous across the board. Snow yeah. White I've seen so many times that I just know it by heart and it's fun. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I am I'm going to I'm going to I I say it's number 3 on my list. It's You're going it's for pushing 3. It's pushing Fantasia and Dumbo down. Okay. See, I'm I'm stuck too because I I I don't know if it's 3 or 4. I I'm trying to imagine just popping it in and watching it or uh, as one of our favorite podcasters says, if you suddenly woke up in a movie theater and it was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I think right now and and uh, I I reserve the right to alter my list in the future, but <laughs> unless you don't allow me. And oh I, no, and no. <laughs> uh, well, it depends upon the reasoning. You'll have to give me a written word in uh, 250 words or less. And uh, no. <laughs> All right, I I'm gonna I I will say it and I will stand by it. I mm, it's so close. It's close, close, close. I'm gonna put it number three as well. Okay, uh, just narrowly beating out Fantasia, and it's because there are there. There's plenty of great stuff in Fantasia, which you can go listen to it. We obviously had had a fondness for it. Mm-hmm. But I think just maintaining a coherent plot, a single through line, following a, a specific character through a journey, puts it above Fantasia at, for story purposes and whatnot. So I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sit. We have a same list still. We still have Pinocchio, <laughs> Snow White, Bambi, Fantasia, and Dumbo. Correct. And and what I would say what what helps it for me beat out fantasia i loved the music of fantasia but that's the thing between fantasia and bambi i will sit and watch bambi fantasia i would just have it on in the background i wouldn't sit down and watch it that's um same place that's that's how i came to my determination as well yep very sooner or later we're gonna disagree (laughs) and that will be a fantastic day i will fight you we will will fight fight you that will be the live episode is just we will we will go live on uh, on facebook on the facebook page for the recording of that episode so (laughs) (laughs) i say oliver and company is the greatest i believe it's the down unders ah that's not this (laughs) that is that is that this list is the down unders part of this or is that a Rescuers oh, down, rescue under. down under. Yes, it is. Yes. It's the <laughs> at this point in time the only sequel Disney movie animated. That's film. true. The isn't theatrically it? released Disney canon sequel. Wreck It Ralph two will be the. Oh, actually, I think Wreck It Ralph two comes before Frozen two, but we we won't see a sequel film until Rescuers Down Under. That's crazy. It's so. I mean, yeah. I guess it's 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 so. It's that's a right like right right around the right time that that becomes just more commonplace. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we are still tied. Are still even with our list of uh, our films, mm-hmm. our top five movies so far. Uh, I'm curious to hear what the what the listeners might think of Bambi, and obviously you can comment in the Facebook on the Facebook page, which is Facebook bot ah, Facebook. It's top shelf. Top shelf. <laughs> Top shelf pod. Top shelf pod. One of these days, geez, you know, just like I will one day get the opening down, one day yeah. you'll get our Facebook link. I will somehow. Uh, but you can tweet or pate at us at, <laughs> at TC's Big Head, at Random Bell. You can find us both on Twitter and Instagram. 
<laughs> can that be the? Can that? Can we say that from now on? <laughs> you can tweet. You can tweet or paint at us. <laughs> tweet or paint at us. Oh man, that needs to be a that needs to be a oh, thing. You know, be- before we wrap up here, I-, I have to mention I am deeply ashamed of both of us for our review of Dumbo last week. Why? <laughs> because neither of us, before addressing the crows, thought to say we must address the elephant in the room. <laughs> How did that get past us? I did it in this episode. <laughs> I know. I know. And I wrote it down, too. Like, as soon as you said it, I was like, how did we not think of that last oh, week? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. And that's like the last movie where there's elephants primarily in the film, I think, until, oh, like, no. Ryan. <laughs> J- Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Oh, Jungle Book. That's right. Hathi. Yeah. All right. So we'll have to bring that. Though it's perfect with, with, with Dumbo. I mean, the main character is, is an elephant. They're all elephants. <laughs> wow. Damn I'm it. ashamed. I am very ah. ashamed at us, DC. <laughs> I think we should just hang up the, the Mickey Mouse ears and go home. Oh, boy. Uh, well, that's not going to happen. Else worth, is there anything else worth mentioning for the episode? Uh, not that I can think of. Uh, you definitely have already, yeah. Like, like TC said, go ahead and let us know. We like hearing from you guys. Thanks very much for all the comments you guys have been leaving on the Facebook page. That's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. With a G, not a C. Um, most of that, uh, yeah. I always love, I always love seeing all the comments, and you guys are great. Um, TC is the one that usually comments back. Obviously, you're doing what you're I'm just doing. excited when people comment on stuff. I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> I, I get a notification that there's somebody left a comment, and I go on the comment. I'm like, oh, and TC's already commented. Okay, well, <laughs> were, were there any were there any comments from last week worth mentioning? Or I know um, several of oh. our listeners um, we're spoiling them because. We mention them all the time, but hey, we do know, mention the them ones all the commenting. time. Uh, I completely forgot about that. I know Thomas made the comment uh, regard uh, that he that he did finish watching Bambi, which is great. Um, uh, yeah, and, and he he made the comment uh, just be warned that there's 30 minutes after the famous death scene, and it's not much prettier than the moment. Um, it's almost <laughs> like the animators were having a bad day halfway through production and only got worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. Like, and yeah, that that whole thing like we mentioned already that 30 minutes. That 30 minute mark, man, that was just, I, I did not realize it was 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. thought it was, I thought that was the end of the film. No. Nope. Oh, it drove me crazy. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know. He, yeah, he also commented on the fact that we almost hit the runtime of Dumbo in the podcast. <laughs> and I'm actually trying to milk the clock right now because I think we're about to hit the runtime of Bambi. I was but just going to say, know, we're, we're, about know where we're, <laughs> we're about a minute and a half away from the runtime of Bambi. Okay, cool. So. <laughs> so just stretch out the music at the end, Jeff, and fluff out this episode so we hit the runtime. I'm, I'm just... that neurotic that it bothered me we didn't do it for Dumbo. <laughs> well, and next week is going to be ridiculous because next week's movie. Is, oh, this that's is right. How, this, this is how we'll pad the time here. Here, TC. <laughs> Saludos, amigos. Now, this movie never. I have never seen this. I have You've never seen it. Okay, never seen this film. You are in for a treat, my friend. You're really but you're going excited. to see something quite different than what we've watched <laughs> to this point, and it's due heavily, heavily to the effects that World War II had on on the studio. Well, and this film is only 42 minutes long. It's a very right. short. It's our shortest one to date as, uh, yeah. as far as chronologically in this list. So mm-hmm. it's it's very I'm I'm very excited to see it. Um, I found a copy of it the other day and I kind of just skipped through it and I saw what there's like. Yeah, there's like a Donald Duck and there's Goofies in it. I didn't Spoilers, know. Spoilers. Yeah, like, I didn't know that. That's a surprise to me. So <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the next week's movie. And uh, I, I don't know what it's about, except for the fact 
fact that it's the titles in Spanish. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I said, while skipping through it, I saw characters from the Disney um, characters that I recognize. So yep. I got excited. <laughs> well, I, if anyone out there has a copy, or I, it was on Netflix for a time, it might not be still up there now. Uh, might it might not be up there anymore. But um, if you can give that a watch, we look forward to having a conversation about that. So um, yeah. So, and even Jeff, if you've yeah. never seen it before, let us know, uh, like, if you've even heard of this film. Like, that's the big thing. <laughs> Have you even heard of this movie? I didn't that's until right. we started doing this list. <laughs> this is number six. Or I'm well, excited. It will be number six. It will be number six. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to go right into next week's episode. So welcome, everybody, to Top Shelf. Uh, we're gonna... <laughs> I'm TC. Disney movies are fun. Di- Yay, Disney. <laughs> all right. Well, and that's all that I got for this week, TC. Is there anything else you have? Or are we good to go? Nope, that, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening, commenting, and subscribing. And until next time, I guess we'll be right here. We'll be right here. Yes. And you know what? Because I haven't said it. Dang, Nabbit, I'm going to say it. Good night, Radio Raheem. Oh, I just have to say something until I can come up with something else. And that's kind of my hello is is hello, Internet Dwellers. My goodbye might as well just be good night, Radio Raheem for the rest of my life. So yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. There's we'll certainly see. someone listening right now like, who, who is that? I don't know who that is. I'll put a link in the description to the episode. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>